0: Primary ignition. This
1: is Star Wars. Look out. Core World
0: News. You may fire when
2: ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Krex Kondak, and you're listening to Core cool World News, your whole net news show for in-depth coverage and analysis of the latest stories from around the galaxy. Now for your new second rundown for January 31st, 2020. Resistance recap. Kyber Crystal Comics Corner reading Raptor. but first test footage for george lucas's tv project star wars underworld has appeared on the holiday now via host ben granted adam
3: all right thank you very much Krex, and thank you all for uh tuning in and listening to us on this uh joyful star wars podcast um, so, I don't know. How, <laughs> how joyful came, are we right now? <laughs> well, I'm pretty joyful, actually. After seeing this footage, um, I've never been so glad that something didn't get made. Yeah. The there's like yeah.
2: 10% Attack of the Clones nostalgia, and then there's like 90% horror and yeah. dread.
3: Granted, it's, it's five <laughs> yeah. minutes, it's test yeah. footage, so it hasn't yeah. been like color corrected. And we're talking about 2005, so right. 15 years ago, vi- You know, the amount of, of progress in digital video yeah in 15 years is it's unbelievable. it's like reinvented himself sure. every two years so it's like, yeah, yeah it, it's right.
0: a good it's a good you know you know thesis statement for why they waited 15 years to make a Star Wars TV show yes. right and wait for it and that's what George kind of did right He knew it wasn't quite there yet and wanted to wait for technology and the right. cost of it to catch up but like I watched this I forgot to watch this I just sat down the guys have watched it and I was sitting there just going, are you sure this is real? This is like legit. Is it real? Because it sure looks like a fan fan film. Yeah, and a really but expensive really, fan film. It Really is right. Like it's it's pretty much verified yeah. at this yeah, point. Yeah, and that's a thing. Yeah,
2: and we. I mean, we can't judge it on its a narrative value at anyway, this point because I feel like it's just test footage. I mean, this is just the, yeah, yeah. the yeah. camera department and the leads and heads of, of ILM who are all just working together to see what this could look like in this TV, you know, format, uh, and doing it all on green screen with those, you know, the visual effects and the set extensions and all that kind of stuff going on and uh, it looks good like it looks decent like i say it looks a little bit better than attack of the clones but when when you get real close up on some of the characters and you're looking at the backgrounds and the characters you could t- it doesn't have that polish that we see nowadays with the stagecraft yeah, yeah. And the technology and the mandalorian
0: that's the thing it's to me it was the depth meaning that right. like it looked like a video game cutscene. it looked like i was looking at something that was created and made in two dimensions like it looks like there's nothing going on in the background it looks like the background's yeah. right there
3: and when they show on this this YouTube clip that's out there, um, they show the, the second half of it is is how they made the film. Like we're supposed to be wowed. <laughs> um, it's like wow, that's why. And it's just like it's in a like you know uh, against a green white green psych, you know room, one room, yeah. where people move around. There's nothing there. Everything's you know. And like yes, so in that in that respect, it's interesting how how that they created a, a world right. out of that. But it looks like it looks like they were trying to do network television star wars at regular network network television prices yeah and um it was i mean it looks
0: low budget it does and it doesn't it looks low budget to 2020 so weird to say that eyes um my wife and i just kind of started randomly watching the show chuck because like we need something to lull us to sleep at night um and we're just kind of like our brains are done at nine o'clock we're like let's watch an episode of chuck we remember kind of liking that show and it's like weirdly comforting because the exact same thing happens it's like you know whatever but I, so my mind is like that's very 2005 right so my mind is now going like line up Chuck against this and boy does this look a lot better than Chuck yeah but looking to now it looks really bad so I think if this came out in 2005 there'd be a lot of like oh wow that's really really good but mm-hmm. it still looks fake right like I still think even with 2005 eyes you'd realize that it looks very yeah. cgi
3: and it, yeah it doesn't look like no. its first effort either like it, it's that's, good yep. it's it certainly doesn't hold a candle to anything scene that we've seen in uh, Mandalorian and it's sort of ironic no. because um I mean Favreau wanted like wanted Mandalorian to look like the original trilogy right and used a lot of the same techniques to the original trilogy yeah. and it's sort of like in 2005 though technology wasn't advanced to make it look like it was in the 70s no and clearly crazy.
0: George right. wanted to make it look like the tri- the prequels right yeah. and and he got pretty close for like a network television show about yeah. the prequels I mean, it looks
3: like the Coruscant scene in, in Attack of the Clones. It totally does.
0: Very flat, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, My guess is that, because I can't imagine them looking at that in 2005 and going, oh, this looks horrible. We can't do it. Right. Because these are the same people who made Attack of the Clones three years before and said, that looks great. Let's put it in a movie theater. Um, So my thought is, it must be dollars and cents, right? They must have just realized that they put this yeah. test footage together. And it just cost way too much to get it looked. To look, look as good as they could, and they're probably like it's just right. going to be way I too mean, expensive. I mean, I think
3: what what separates the um prequels from this is that there's a lot of scenics, these big wides, mm, and mm-hmm. uh, and digital animation. That's a good point. Yeah. And you can see actually, so there's a there's a spaceship that's like a digitally created uh speeder rather, and that takes the entire budget, and that looks really good. Actually. Yeah, that, that did look pretty <laughs> the first good. First shot
2: looks great. Yeah, um, but the technology is so different, right? This is like. The conventional early days of digital filmmaking where it's like the you have the the visual effects are projected in a in a post software that you see in the monitors and the video village yeah. or whatever and then nowadays with the ilm stagecraft and using these graphics drivers they're actually projecting the environment's Behind the Mandalorian or behind the characters, right. so and it's all in-camera it. final. You're actually shooting. Oh right! So when you're seeing it through the camera, cameras, okay, right. gotcha. Yeah. I, I thought
0: I thought we were projecting, like the actors could see it. I'm like, wait, we have no, holograms. The actors can see it. The yeah, yeah. The, while they're it. acting, while yes. they're acting, it's yeah. very immersive. Yeah. Wait, what? Highly immersive. Yeah. Check it
2: out. <laughs> I think ICG magazine did a whole uh, article on it, and um, oh, that's not my. Inter- up about I didn't realize that. That's crazy. They call it the volume uh, because it's like a cylindric wall. It's like seventy oh. yards from the actors to actually project oh, yeah, 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 the, yeah. the environments, project oh. the planets. So, so I
0: saw that, but I didn't realize it was actual like live projection. That's right. really cool. Well, theoretically, like yeah. Island
2: could be working on hundreds of planets as we speak and just have them ready. You know, yeah. like different environments. Like it's yeah. it's fascinating. I think it's the front to frontier for Star. I mean, is Wars. that
0: similar to what they're doing on the Smuggler's Run? Oh, some of the Disney rides. Oh. They're... Because that's a cylindrical wall that that projects against it. And looks like you're really in space. Haven't so why begged. couldn't sure, you? Maybe. Nor have I. But I mean, speaking from watching, yeah. reading we need, it, we need tons. someone.
3: We need a, a like on the street correspondent to <laughs> give me dial in eleven who's months. Yeah, someone <laughs> yeah. who's been there like eight times yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Well, we know they used that
2: the volume for um, the Millennium Falcon when the actors were able to you know punch it to hyper- hyperspace. The stars. Oh there. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, streak yeah. by. Um, that stuff's pretty cool, but um, so giving some like reference for the show, like it was announced in two thousand five, Star Wars: Underworld was announced. Uh, this test footage must may have come somewhere between two thousand five and two thousand ten. Two 2010 the show was put on hold for budgetary reasons. Wow. And we don't know much about the show or the plot of this show, but um, I don't know if you guys played have have played God of War the video game, but uh, the creative director Corey Barlog was working at LucasArts. Oh. On thirteen thirteen, which was a game that was canceled. Oh yeah, I you know, remember that. Actually, I was you, so excited for that game. Yeah, me too. I, I yeah. really looked beautiful, and like that's what I expected from a Star Wars underworld. Mm-hmm. Really, it was like just the descent into the underworld. Being if you're gonna test yeah. anything, test the descent, you know. But um, uh, I loved yeah, the, just the early game pre- previews we got for that. Awesome. But he was working on thirteen thirteen, and he's actually privy to to the scripts. He actually went to Skywalker Ranch and read the scripts for Underworld. And these are the this is all we know about the scripts. Is this one comment from Corey Barlog in okay. which he says. It was the most mind-blowing thing I'd ever experienced. I cared about the emperor. They made the emperor a sympathetic figure who was wronged by this heartless woman. She's this hardcore gangster, and she just totally destroyed him as a person. I almost cried while reading this. This is the emperor, the lightning out of the fingers. Emperor. That's something magical. The writers who worked on the that that guys from the Shield and Twenty Four. These were excellent writers.
3: Wow. Oh wait. That's, that's really all we know about this yeah. show, is the show. Now quote. we find out about how he had sex. <laughs> Which is the <laughs> lingering notion in yeah. question at the this end is of the Rise of Skywalker. That, you walk like, out of the Rise of Skywalker being like, hmm, mm. how did this all happen? <laughs> he had sex.
0: <laughs> Don't need that story. Never want to see it. Um, so again, this is 2005 to 2010. Yeah. Different time. I can't imagine a all-powerful, evil per- evil man being wronged by a woman being a very... Story that's going to be super effective in 2020 that people are going to be like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I want to hear how, no, I want to hear how, not. like, the powerful white man got victimized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Like, not to be like, whatever, but I'm like, that's not going to work. definitely hasn't evolved with the sensibilities. <laughs> no, but again, for But 2005, yeah, 2005, 2010, just yeah. different time. So I'm just trying to think if they were pre-woke. like, let's, let's yeah, well, exactly. Years, Very woke Yeah, I'm like, that is, that is yeah. not woke at all. Pre-Disney, um, pre-woke. Um, who were the re- people from The Shield? And what was the other one? 24. Oof. All right. Sorry. Uh, rumors there were like great. sixty to something yeah. eighty scripts. I thought it was like, like was a a close to hundred. Right? Like it's a, to me, that's yeah. always the thing that blows my mind. Yeah. Is less about they did some like previs <laughs> like and this. Shit, they right? wrote that many scripts and are just like, nah, nah, we're not gonna do it. <laughs> And you'll never see it. You can only imagine the people who are on that writing team be like,
3: yeah, I wrote this stuff. And it's I bet never going to be like. all the time for every show. Oh, I bet. You yeah. Know, but to write 100 scripts,
0: scripts that's a lot. Because, like, usually you get, like, you get picked up for a writing of, like, 10 or 12 to see if you get yeah. a season. But Even, to write, like, basically to if, get the syndication.
3: If Kathleen called Grant, like, right after this podcast, by Monday he'd have 100 scripts. That's true. I do write it. <laughs> yeah, and you I mean, interest and like he loves his stuff, and you have a bunch in the hopper. It's just like and think what about you know, it. Lots breaks. in the yeah. drawer. Lots in the drawer. That's
0: the key. It's <laughs> the key to success. Yeah. yeah. Hint, hint hint if anyone's <laughs> listening.
3: Yeah, yeah, right. Um uh, anyway, so
2: we do know that Jonathan Kazan was was working on the Syndicate Wars uh after Solo, after, you know, solo not performing well in the box office and not getting a solo 2. It's kinda like I think he was gonna jump to a Syndicate Wars type. Still Disney is, Plus series,
0: which still going to happen, I bet. Which you. is
2: what I think would work great, yeah, especially in in this environment. Yeah, and it's a war that's worth exploring. I think we've talked about this many times, yeah, on the show. But um, yeah, so underworld, pretty fun idea. Just don't know about the emperor story. That doesn't seem like as progressive as the I mean, storytelling
0: nowadays in the Star Wars galaxy. I think it's there. Like I like the idea of the emperor, and I like the idea of him making yeah. the emperor somewhat sympathetic. That's really interesting. Like there's elements that you could take from that that would work. I think that would, like, I, I don't mind him being
2: the lawful evil character. Like, I don't need any sympathy for him. I, I think. You know? I don't mind one mustache twirly dark character in a kind of. Right. Yeah. Know, high fantasy and he's story. So, a high fantasy. And he's story. so good at it. Yeah. And he's so good at it. It's, that's what he does best. Yeah. But it is interesting. It's interesting that that was the angle on this yeah. show. No, There's I'm like, now I'm like, no, I, I the Emperor. reason
0: I got real quiet is I'm like, no, I agree with you, Grant. I'm like, I was, like, trying to justify it. But I'm like, I really like the Emperor's just... <laughs> they almost need... Just that. this super evil dude, yeah, right? Yeah. And, like, but just, but also charismatic in a way to convince other people. Yeah. Like, I don't think he buys any of the stuff that he's selling. He, his whole goal, and if the nonology teaches anything, his whole goal is just to live forever. He doesn't care about whether he... Yeah. Creates order in the galaxy. He just wants to.
3: Well, he does seem to want to hoard power and govern forever.
0: Yeah, he wants power, but I don't think he cares about why he's why he's doing it. He's not, I don't think his mind is like I want power because I can make oh, right, it a good right, right, right. world. No, he's like he just I want power cause I can live power. forever.
3: He wants unlimited power, unlimited life, unlimited <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, which I respect. Sure. I mean it's um, clean. It's yeah, like it's something clean to think about it. Yeah. There's nothing like, but he's not like some ideology I'm like where he's sick like sick of people oh, telling me that they're doing yeah, things. He's not Thanos He's like, oh no, I've got this like thing that I want to accomplish. And yeah. Like, yeah. I never want know.
0: to see if Palpatine was right uh, post. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah. like if Thanos was right.
3: <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> Sympathizing with Thanos.
2: Child child Thanos. Um so uh there is some new news on the Obi Wan front too, over on oh, oh, really? the subject of a uh, T V series. Uh, so there's these rumors that are kind of sur- uh, swirling around that uh, that the that a Sherid Het, a Legends character, was going to be featured in the uh, the Hossein Amini scripts, and he was um, if you know him from Legends, he was the, the Tuscan Raider Jedi. Oh yeah, oh, okay. Uh, the name sounds his name was familiar.
3: Sherrod Het,
2: or the Sherrod Het, and there was a Sherid Het, who was his father. Oh okay, it's, it's very confusing. <laughs> Thank you, <Red>. Legends. <laughs> yeah sounds about right for like. Yeah. yeah. Um and that he would he would be the main antagonist for the series. All right. And that another Jedi had chosen Tatooine as a hiding yeah. place during this. And then yeah, I guess inevitably he he finds out that Obi-Wan is hiding the son of the the very right. man who destroyed the Jedi order. You know what I mean? And right. then that conflict that rises from there is kind of what you're dealing oh. with on the show.
0: I mean, it sounds like that would keep it very just focused on Tatooine, right? You probably wouldn't yeah. go yeah. Yeah. off planet with that. It's interesting you know jedi versus jedi i wonder if part of the reason that got scrapped if it got scrapped maybe they're still retooling it maybe it'll yeah, happen possibly is that there's an element of um fallen order jedi fallen order that's kind of in there right because there's the fallen jedi on oh, yeah, yeah. on um on uh oh dathomir dathomir oh, wow. but, but see like but that? the thing
3: that's is cool. is that guy um it malachi, malachi mm-hmm. that's right he he's turned though he like he's yeah. you know he's sort of gone um, he's
0: full dark side, pretty much. Yeah, because it's like yeah.
3: anarchy, and he's like, it doesn't matter what I do, sort yeah. of thing. But this guy is like just trying to hide, and I can see a thing where it's like I yeah, give up yeah. everything to be a Sand uh, Tuscan Raider. Yeah, and um, and like I'm not gonna let, like I'm not starting over again, and I'm not letting you blow up my thing, and like in his like desperation and psychosis for this like transformative like yeah um experience he went through to 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 hide would then just like so, be like you're not screwing this up for me obi-wan. Yeah,
0: I presupposed the that he fell, right? Because he's part of the Tusken Raiders, who to me are always seen as as bad guys because of the things yeah. they do. But then you could actually get into a really interesting storytelling that kind of equates um western imperialism with native americanism, native americans that mm-hmm. like that Tusken Raiders weren't really evil or doing raiding parties until like these people off world started coming right. taking over their land right. and yeah. they learned it from watching them basically right like so right. so you could do that very easily his his goal was to kind of get in there and try to get them back to their peaceful ways so, huh. so you could totally do that still have him kind of good but still kind right. of like you know not not fully Jedi where he's a monk but he's still trying to do good right that'd be
3: yeah. a lot that'd be really Tusken Raider heavy again if uh, you know uh, Kenobi the Legends book that came out um, a few years back uh, definitely worth the read, but they yeah. get into one of the, the point of view characters is a Tuscan Raider and it's really like they're like the sand is everywhere and it's coarse and irritating, but it's like <laughs> they like that's their thing. Like they, you know, they feed on the pain and the discomfort and like it's a really hard life. So. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of interesting ways to go. I, I like that a lot. That's not yeah. sort a of very original, interesting.
0: It's very original. It's nothing we would have come up with, right? Or did. Yeah, like, oh, that's, yeah. But that's,
2: and that's what I when I found out those news. I told Adam, I think I saw him uh, last week, and uh, I told him. Pitch. I, I, said, I know. I vaguely recall. I vaguely recall the conversation.
0: We had a great night. It was my birthday. Uh, yeah, I, think yeah. I, I think I yelled at <laughs> Grant to shut up four times when I was trying to get a point across.
2: It was mostly joking. I wouldn't argue. Mostly, with, <laughs> I, I would not rather argue with anyone else. Um. Anyways, uh, <laughs> about anything else. The, um, uh. Oh yeah. So, I think we were talking about it. And I said this is a great idea. This is going to yeah. inject so much more drama and and and, and trauma and, and you know uh, all that comes with the fall of the Jedi Order with these two characters. They can now. Both sharing their insight about the Jedi and the Fall of the Jedi, yeah, and Clash and Saber Clash and all this. There's a lot of conflict you can explore with these two characters. Um, I do think it's a really smart and interesting direction. I never thought they would go in this direction. No, I no. thought Legends would be left in the dust. No, they're I gonna let, start picking through that. As basket, much as I liked a Shared p- Hat pick and Shared Hat, I was I thought they were obscure, like to a yeah. degree that no one knew about them. And I don't know if their stories really. What's your
0: resting your arm on there, Grant? Uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> this is the uh, well. Obviously, this is the Pablo Dago's readers essentials readers companion for Star Wars that I have uh, that I'm holding all the time. But that that'll that'll bring us to our. Uh, uh, we'll talk about oh. this when we get to um, re- I, re- reading Raptor. I wasn't
0: saying that to move you along. My point is is that there are bi- like Bibles out there for writers yeah. who are in Star Wars to read, right? Yeah. And I feel like if you're a writer, it's. It, I mean, and and Ryan kind of did this a little bit with with. Um, The Last Jedi, where you're just like, well, I have to tell something that's completely and wholly unique, right? And so you might go into that reader's guide and go through and go, Wait, there was a Jedi who was a who yeah. was a who was a Sand person. Yeah. Let me read that book, and maybe there's elements I can take from it because it's no longer there, right? So I can kind of see these weird, wacky things coming back up because you're like, no one would do that nowadays. Now it's no yeah. one will predict it. Let's just do something kind of weird, right? So that's that's what super I mean. it's a
3: it's a really aged buffet, and it's yeah. just like now they can just sort of pick and choose. You know, anyone who wrote these things would be happy to get tied back in mm-hmm. or canonized. Like it's just sort of like it's a cool thing. It's a coordination. It's just something like. I think they were super honest when they, like, moved on. and Like, nope, sorry, new canon. You know, all that's Legends now. It's like, they had to. we love it all. Yeah. You know, we want it all to be there, but we we have to reorganize it. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's like uh, cleaning out your sock drawer. And I think,
0: I don't know if you guys kind of, uh, you know, subscribe sure. to this, but my thought is, like, basically when they say old canon is no longer real canon, my mind puts the asterisk going, yeah, 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 yeah. Everything that happens post return of the jedi or actually probably like 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 to me old stuff before like the prequel trilogy to me it's still canon until someone, t- someone tells me it's not does that make sense because like once you start introducing like to me once you get into the past return of the jedi in particular that's when the two timelines really start diverging right because you just have kylo being born or ben oh, being right, born right, so that right, but like the rest yeah. of the stuff to me in my mind it's still kinda of canon until someone proves right. tells me it's not. Because
3: it's inherently retconned in the yeah. fact
0: that like the number of kids are different for everybody. Right, that like, you can't yeah. keep. Like I'm about yeah. to start reading Vector Prime and that's gonna be like reading the whole new timeline. Like it's gonna yeah. be nothing. Jaina
3: like, like, and Jason Solo yeah. and like yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's I think there's
0: a Ben Skywalker, right? I, I think, think so. they
3: I think they had um Mara Jade and um, yeah.
0: Luke had one child and they knew Ben. Kinda of makes more sense than Ben Solo, but I could talk about that later. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. or not? Or not? <laughs> I think you, you think you made a point already. Yeah, sort of yeah. Like, yeah,
0: But but that's the thing. Like I feel like a lot of these these people creating new new stuff will look back at the old stuff because there's yeah. if it works and it's interesting, good storytelling. Why not bring it back in and tell it in a different way, in a yeah. different manner? And plus, they're not wedded to that book, right? So they can take those elements and turn them in any way they want with that character. Exactly. Just take the idea yeah. that there's a Jedi who decided to be a Tuscan Raider and yeah. go.
3: Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm f- I'm totally fine with that. Let's yeah. ch- cherry pick the legends forever, and then it's like, oh yeah, because a lot of these, it's like, well, it didn't quite happen. Like even with the like Janus Solo, Ben Solo, you know, Jason Solo. Like Jason Solo and Ben Solo are pretty close right. in characters actually. It's just sort of like, oh, that was the legend that it was. His name was Jason, and all that yeah. stuff happened. But it was like, no, it, you know, there was no twin. It was just Ben. Yeah, you know, it's a big galaxy. Yeah, so it's like literally legends. Yeah, among myth. But it is and interesting that yeah. uh, you know
2: ancillary material from legends is informing some of the priority projects today Yeah, like that's pretty interesting it is totally um jump to copy crystal sure
1: it's
0: been a couple of weeks since we've had a new comic so let's jump in it's kind of weird right i'm not used to this like kind of thin
3: thin pickings
0: they're just they're re they're rebooting and we're going to talk about why they're rebooting Probably in the next or couple of segments when we talk about reading Raftar. Yeah. But uh, we are on Star Wars number two by Sewell, Saz, Prianto, Cowles, Silva, and Guru EFX. Nice. Thank All-star you. team. It's the Destiny Path Part 2. And I have a short recap. Let's see if I can do this. Uh, the routed rebellion devise a plan to regroup. Meanwhile, Lando and Chewie take a trip to Tatooine to see if Fett has delivered his prize to Jabba. Things don't go to plan, but that's okay because they use Lando style to wriggle out of it. (laughs) All this, plus an ominous force vision for Luke. What could it mean? What could it mean? That's my story. Oh, you (laughs) did. I feel like that's, every time I do it, I feel like I'm reading a book report in fifth grade. Again, I'm like, I like You're this, book. Good, this book. This book is.
2: Uh, yours has more pizzazz, though. That <laughs> like, oh, like was it. brave to mention Lando style. Yeah, in the summer. <laughs> How could you not? It's like it's Lando like they, style. I read it once
0: and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then they drop it again four pages later. Like, well, now I have to yeah, say it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What do we think? What do we think about Sewell? So we're too deep now into Sewell's run on Star Wars. I was talking to you earlier
2: about how I thought it was a, a bit strange that Lando visits Jabba before he's in the Skiff Guard outfit and yeah. kind of hiding out and, and undercover. But um, it works. It all works. It, it, he's telling it so seamlessly with the, with what the original trilogy did that I don't have any, there's no hanging questions or, or I don't, Yeah. You know, there's no disbelief in what's happening. I really think it's
0: well written. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I feel like... I love the fact that he went back to Tatooine, but it does feel a bit my mind kept having to go. But I guess when he becomes a skiff guard, he doesn't go as himself to get a job. We don't know. I don't know. I wonder,
3: maybe he was just hired as like. He's, like, broke and needs a job, and they're like, well, you can be yeah, a bodyguard. They could have
2: thought, oh, wow, so it might yeah. just change the context of the yeah. whole situation. Is, where yeah, you think he's it's undercover? It's not a very yeah. detailed
0: disguise behind it's that true. Helmet, And he know? does like to pull it down quite a bit for whatever he, reason. He does? Um, but I feel like, from a storytelling perspective, Grant, as you were getting at, like, to me it makes logical sense, from the end of Empire, like, Lando would be like, well, let's go see if Han is on Tatooine. And, like, yeah. they justify it. Like, if he's on, and I love the basically he's like, if he's on Tatooine we're toast like it's gonna be almost impossible to get him back which is explains why yeah. there's that time gap between yeah. Empire and Jedi which I like that little little
2: so he's there to glean what he can about Han's location but I don't think we get any of that information <laughs> no we get nothing <laughs> no. like it's Yeah, just. they're really
0: taking
3: their time in this I, I'd just like to take a step back first yeah. and just yeah. say we get Lando yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's a very mm-hmm. Lando heavy episode, yeah. and I was like, "Yes, like, great oh, lines from Lando. Too. Yeah. Lando's got friends everywhere." I was yes. like, "This it's is great, really good like yeah. Lando issue." Yeah. And like, I mean, also they wrote um, Leia perfectly, and yeah. and what they do with Chewie in comic books is magical. You just you can't get it out of like. That's, that's you just pointed <laughs> yeah, out the frame. Yeah. There's one frame where There's he says something Chewy, that, like, Lando says something to Chewie that upsets Chewie and Chewie <laughs> just gives him a look. Can yeah. I read what Lando says? It's yeah, yeah. yeah. um amazing.
0: Uh, what were you saying? We're not friends? That's cold, Chewbacca. Ice cold. And then you get this look <laughs> from Chewie, like, really? Because like, <laughs> he's huge
3: carbonate frozen. Yeah, and then, then Lando
0: goes, oh, right, Han. Poor choice of words. Sorry. <laughs> like, I <just laughs> think that's amazing. But the look, the, look, the drawn yeah. look
3: from, like, Uh, Chewbacca is, like, worth a million dollars, credits, whatever.
2: Yeah, a lot of subtle Chewie, too. A lot of, like... Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, Uh, like, we get slight character development, which I love. Like, we, we get to see how... Lando becomes the Lando we see in Return of the Jedi because it's very yeah. different than Lando. Like we get instant yeah. regret from Lando, and like I'm gonna try to save Han, and then we don't see him for a year, and now he's like fully into the rebellion. Like I am this good. I'm I'm completely right. a white hat. At this well,
2: point. well, I mean, you do have Leia telling Chewie to go with, to make sure no, but Lando but flies straight and sending that's Chewie to But that's what with I'm him. saying that's is sort of like know, we get thing. that progression. We're getting the progression now, but in,
3: in yeah. Return he's pure white hat. But like yeah, now totally, we're totally. getting like, and then when we see him in Rise of Skywalker, he's like. He's like, he's in the Rebellion. And I mean, he's, he's, like he's given a his life
0: to the Rebellion yeah. by the time we see him in Rise. He sacrificed a child to the for the Rebellion, right. basically. Yeah.
2: So happy that Sewell is writing this, because we know Sewell did write Lando, uh, that really
0: beautiful Lando so, comic. Sewell, So Sewell was an interesting choice for me, because he did the, um, he did Darth Vader for a while as well, mm-hmm. and I was always wondering, like, tonally, how is this going to connect? But it makes perfect sense because the, the right because you get we got numerous writers um, but Gillian I think wrote most of the episode issues of uh, the first Star Wars run which took place between a new hope and empire yeah. and everything up to empire is hope and brightness and and we feel like we can conquer the empire and that's what that run is and then everything after empire is defeat and are we going to survive it's that it's that feeling and sull is the person to write that like this is desperation at its core but we still have these characters that have these fun and hopeful moments but the the rebellion is desperate in these comics i love that
3: speaking of desperation uh and like defeatedness uh luke skywalker who's like i don't think i want another hand yeah He's in a... He's, in a t- yeah, he's still falling t- over that rough the
2: dark truth that Vader's his father yeah. and how that complicates his destiny
0: to be a Jedi. Like, that is... Yeah. It's real deep. And I like the use of flashbacks in these comics. We get, like, one-panel mm. flashbacks where... Like Leia sees Han say "I know," like, oh, thinks about was, the last that, yeah. words.
3: Yeah, that was a beautiful panel. Like it was just like you were there. It was like it was really just beautifully drawn. Yeah, like yeah. injury cutting and yeah. yeah, it feels
2: like a film. Honestly, it feels like a film. Right, and we have yeah. Luke
0: looking at his capped arm, deciding whether yeah. or not to put a cybernetic arm on, yeah. hand on, and seeing a clip from "It's Your Destiny" from Vader. Yeah. Like I just think that's. And then and man, get Leia line, being like, you'll oof.
3: always be you, which is like uh, an echo of yeah. um, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah.
2: yeah, this is a great issue. Um, definitely pick this up if you didn't pick this up already. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I own a couple covers for this issue. That yeah. Really cool. But um, I think, do you guys do you want to talk about uh, Commander Grek? <laughs> and That's Shara and Cast, you want to talk about the other rebels who are, are in the uh I the want preser. to talk about Grek I think we I think yeah. someone owes is a Czech. Yeah. I, think, I think Yeah. I think Sewell's a listener. Yeah. Charles, if you listen, by all means tweet us tweet yeah. us and uh and,
0: and also I'm 100% joking. If it, if he did, it's yours to do with what yeah. you We will reciprocate with you know, lots of praise. Interview. Interview. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> but um really interesting uh we do get a uh, mention of the high republic in this issue. Yes, that's right yes. yes um yeah and i'll read that out for everybody real quick yeah. so um the the rebels are trying to devise a plan to uh reunite the scattered rebel cells and fleets and divisions mm-hmm. however you want to you know uh, yeah. title them and um uh, commander greck talks about a, 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 an ancient star a star uh, space station called out. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's called Starlight Station. But, Starlight, uh, yeah, yeah. I believe, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, so he goes, In the days of the High Republic, the, gal- the galaxy was not as settled as it is now. Areas like the Outer Rim were dangerous, hard to navigate. So the people of the time built a huge space station at great effort and great expense and placed it in the center of the dark zones. It sent out a signal that acted as a sort of beacon, helping travelers find their way.
3: It a seemed- galactic lighthouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we
2: also know from the Trevorrow script, the Leak's Trevorrow script, a kind of beacon or a tower, a comm tower, hmm. uh, kind of that, that was was able to send out you know stronger signals than any other sort of tower. This kind of beacon uh, was part, a major part of that script. Yeah, major the, part. of that And script. the other major
0: part of that script is that that somehow the first order had cut out, communi- cut off communication between planets, right? Right. Which is not exactly what happens here, but the empire had cut off communication between all rebel cells, right? Right. And so right. like you can yeah. almost yeah. see that similar. Yeah. The parallels are yeah. definitely there. Um, yeah.
2: Super interesting and just really fun to talk about the High Republic because when we get to reading Rathtar, we'll talk a lot more about the High Republic, the yes. height of the Republic, yeah. what we know about the High Republic, what we think the High Republic could mean for the galaxy and what the state of the galaxy was at that point. But um, for now, let's just um,
3: Focusing on this. focus back on yeah. this comic real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, so then it, uh, you know, so there's essentially two threads that are, are going here. We have Lando's sort of, you know, investigation, trying to figure out where um Han is, Han and Boba Fett yeah. are, and you know, he goes to to Java's palace. But then and then we have Luke sort of no. dealing with his situation Which, as well.
0: By the way, all the storytelling takes place between him getting picked up on the Millennium Falcon at the end of Empire. Right. And then when we see them staring out the window at the end of Empire.
3: Because he has right. his hand. So
0: there's actually they're telling Does comic see? books to her. Yeah, yeah, because they show him like... like, Yeah, with his hand. So like that's amazing. They fit a comic book and and the story of Lando and Chewie going to... Which explains why they come back, right? And they're like, meet you on Tatooine. Like We have to get to that. I think the end of this run, whatever this six, four or six issue arc Mm. is going to be basically filling that very little space at the very end of Empire. We haven't gotten past Empire yet. That's really Mm.
2: important to note. I didn't even think about that. Luke does need half his hand at the end of Empire. So this is just told right before that last Mm -hmm. frame. Really really fascinating. Um, So, at the end of this comic, we also know that uh, when when Lando returns, he reminds Luke that he lost more than his hand on Mm -hmm. Bespin. Yep. Yeah. And that being the lightsaber, yeah, the weapon of a Jedi. And uh, mysteriously enough, someone catches that lightsaber. So so
3: Lando (laughs) says he's like, "I know who has it, right?" Um, I don't. Uh, think he, oh, he I knows is. where to
0: find. It. I think he just tells Luke he lost the weapon. He's like, uh, yeah, I think I know where, it's where. More I, rare. Would, where it well, gone. Yeah, where I. Well, I know Cloud City inside and out, and I know where your saber ended up when it fell, which makes sense. If he knows right. what shaft he was in, it would yeah, yeah, fall. Yeah. Um, and then we're treated to. I'm gonna say it's a Force vision because yeah. Luke kind of goes glassy eyed. Lando says, uh, "Are you there? Are you uh, okay there, Luke?" Yeah. And then we see a hand, gloved hand, yeah. catch the lightsaber. And then we see, we hear, and I'll let Grant describe what we hear because you're you're kind of big. Follow on your that. destiny. Yeah, it's Skywalker. Follow your destiny. In what's how's the font? How would you describe the font?
2: So the text bubble is uh, Force Aura blue, as I described Yeah, it, which yeah. usually when you see a Force ghost speak, it's usually that color. Yeah. Um, but
0: it is a force could vision could be a force vision but, but I don't know but he
2: looks he's got a strong looking arm it looks somewhat look youthful like force, yeah. does not look like Obi-Wan Kenobi
3: in any way no he looks youthful it, it's like it's weird who wears black gloves
0: like that like Valance wear gloves like that <gasps> Okay, real quick round. Everyone has to say. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's put it down. Who do you think it is? All
3: right, so let's just describe. So all we see is a hooded figure. It looks like Jedi Jedi robes. Mm-hmm. Someone someone catches the lightsaber. Yep. And it's a black like vinyl, gross like looks like almost like a those black like vinyl gloves that you yeah. wear. Right. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Who goes first?
0: I can go first. I, don't want to go first.
3: Re- I really don't know.
0: Mara Jade. Whoa. Uh, no, That's a, a pretty. Whoa that <laughs> is that is a deep cut that, that's deep, like a, cut yeah that, that deep looks, a looks a cut. like a i didn't expect you to, to leave i don't cut. know i don't know uh okay
3: and that's that's she does some pretty I'll manly go, hands i'll go maybe
2: emperor I, either, dark, hand. either can i go two can i pick two people it's up to
0: it's up to ben he hasn't even picked one. Oh, so. you yeah, go ben <laughs> lobot lobot <laughs> in a hood in a hood Okay, yeah, great. You can have two now because you. Know, I got have have two. Gloves. Okay, great. Um, but you only get half credit if you're right. A glove like that. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Something like the Emperor's hand might wear. But continue.
1: <laughs> I mean,
2: I love the Emperor's hand. I've been dying for a story about the Emperor's hand. Give me a Disney Plus series about the Emperor's hand. But um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Dark Champion. that's a good uh, one from the great yeah yeah, I can see that but no no I can't say that because it's a force it looks like a force or a blue text bubble it's got to be someone Jedi Uh, No, that's I'll go I'll go Qui-Gon Jinn just to be safe
3: alright that's a good that's a good question yeah it's because we do have precedent now that force ghosts can catch lightsabers specifically that lightsaber
2: yeah Whenever you see a story beat in a movie,
3: expect
0: to see it in yeah. a show in the comics. And- yeah. yeah. By the way, get ready for the next decade. Every time there's a character we don't know who it is, my guess is going to be Mara Jade because that is a fan favorite. That they are going to find a way to bring back into canon. I, I think the Emperor's him. hand is
2: a, a lot of narrative material to work
0: with, and yeah. it's fascinating. This is a character who's much like Vader, but I, I not, think you know there's room support. for him to be tempted. I think. I think the last story we saw in Star Wars was him talking to a female. Jedi force sensitive person, right? That was the last issue of Star Wars. That's right. And there was that real. was Warba. yeah, Warba. Yeah, yeah. There was that good storytelling. Oh, I thought that could like, be Warba. I thought that could it could be Warba. totally could be
2: Warba. She was looking for the saber as well. Like, uh, like her oh, whole storyline with Luke was trying to get that saber think, from him. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's, I think we changed Warba
0: right now, but Raymond, I mean, I'm going to stick with Mara Jade. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it totally could be Warba. Maybe Warba is the Rutcon Mara Jade. Yeah, maybe. It could be. Or, I don't know, maybe she went by the name of Mary Jade at some point.
3: <laughs> mm, that's interesting. I was going to say, like, if it wasn't... I mean, Qui-Gon Jinn would be amazing. I'm saying
2: I would make it Qui-Gon
3: Jinn. Because I think... I know you would because
2: you love I Jin. Love think yeah. I love Jin. I think. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, I think. Raised master should have been Jin. Qui-
3: that looks like a man's arm. Well, I think I don't there, know if that's gender normative, or what? And I don't know what's up with it. The glove is what's weird. Like, why would you put a glove on the person? Yeah, the glove is very weird. The glove it's going is definitely to be strange.
0: Something telling. I, I my thought the is the kind of the, is a great and I, I feel like I'm plan. also going gender normative in the opposite direction. Because I feel like when you have a robe and you're covering so much of the body, to like, you could just, like, yeah. I feel like that's the reveal. It's like, it's like the doctor was a woman. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, old, yeah, that yeah. old, you know, right, right. Tales, I feel like you're doing that to like, Finkel
3: really... is Einhorn. <laughs> Einhorn <laughs> is Finkel. <laughs> Look it up,
2: kids. Yeah. And we also know Warba was force sensitive, right? Uh, yes, yes. Warba was, oh, yeah. So yeah. The blue text bubble. Yeah, because she used a
3: force pull. I I think she wore gloves
2: too. I'm not too sure. I would love to go crack open an older issue, see if she wore gloves.
3: All right. Um, It can't
2: be Qui Gon or Obi Wan now now, with those gloves. Those gloves are. And also, I think
3: part of his problem is that like the they're not talking to him right, and he's bummed out that like you know he called out for Ben and Ben isn't answering. Yeah. Right. So it wouldn't make much sense that it was Ben unless Ben's waiting for him down there. But can we just, just moving on to one more thing? So this is Luke? a mystery. <laughs> Hello, Luke. Yeah. Well, you know, like here's a, know, yeah. when he, he never together. came. Yeah, right. Like when he goes and picks it I've up, like here suddenly here Ben appears days. and he's like, yeah, yeah. Um, but the other thing that I just wanted to say is like I could do a whole like this introduces that like he needs another lightsaber. Yeah, totally. And and it didn't even occur to me. I'm like, oh yeah. But like, so we get to find out where he gets the green crystal from.
0: Yeah, we're that's gonna get right. that, all of that, but that that's gonna be there. I mean, that's the other thing is like, it's it's weird to me. That this is a force vision, so part of me is like, is this him? You know, force visions don't have to be literal, right? So right. did someone actually catch it or right. not? Because like, it it's gonna weird my head cannon out if 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 Luke ever sees... To me, I like the fact that the next time he ever sees that lightsaber is when Rey is holding it out to him on ahch I think there's, like, really yeah. important storytelling in that. It's not going to yeah. be, like... I'm not going to get angry and be all fanboy about it, but, like, that's my yeah. headcanon. It's like, right. he has not seen that lightsaber for 35 years. And I we know. don't get the Maz Kanata at some point. Yeah. Like, before
3: Luke. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't expect Luke to go after this lightsaber, right? Because it would be silly for him to get it and lose it again. Yeah. um, And then make another lightsaber, so... I don't know. I mean, I guess that could happen, but I'd rather yeah. have him just be like, "Yeah, me too." You know.
0: Yeah, I can see him. I can see him going on search for it, but never actually getting it, or something happens. Mm. Um,
3: but I could see a serial show, or like my favorite serial show would just be like every episode, or like even or a couple episodes. Um, is a story of a lightsaber and it's just like all of the like masters lightsabers oh, and how they got uh, them and how they like, earned their crystal
0: but i like the idea of different lightsabers yeah so it's just like the yeah. story of like that lightsaber like just <laughs> like, like how they yeah, got their lightsabers that, no, yeah. but no, I like, no but i like that idea it's different lightsabers every every episode I, no i do I yeah like yeah <laughs> what was your idea Doc <laughs> Unders, like
2: no i forgot to even pitch that that's not what i was saying no you pitched it before that comic even came out uh, no, really, no, no,
0: no! You're uh, getting you're confusing timing. Unfortunately, I wish I could uh, take credit for that. No, my original pitch when we were pitching like way back in episode seven yeah. or whatever was um, that because we don't know the story of that of Luke's lightsaber that each episode would be that the lightsaber would have some component in that story and we would follow the life. Oh, of that follow lightsaber. the lightsaber. And maybe yeah. it's in the background. Like right. babble. Point. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> and so um, it's like alright but but I like this I idea because right, the me, main character is the lightsaber and, right, right and sometimes it plays a bigger part but then you're very shoehorned that you always have to have something so I like this idea if you follow a different lightsaber you can tell a story and not have to be like right. well this is the time it was sitting in a jar in the background for like right. four episodes
3: mine would just be like these like famous Jedi and yeah. how they like came about yeah. uh, having and constructing
2: whoa the whoa what there if it's Tekka
0: it totally could, could be, be, he'd be a, he's older than Luke he'd be a youngish man right still yeah. like he'd be yeah. probably he's in already camp, and
2: Sewell's already written for Lord yeah. take a bunch yeah.
0: totally could be someone from the force of the church church of the church, church of, the of the force force, yeah. force of the church
3: force of the church, church there's yeah. lots of force in the church
0: yeah it's like a good old fashioned toying cost. um <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um. All right.
2: So yeah. that's pretty. I mean, yeah. some Kes and Shara Damron
0: stuff going on in yep, this. Definitely. Yeah. Kind of. I rattle. like they included them. That's fun characters pretty to fun. watch. And um, it gives us a different view of the rebellion. We don't just yeah. get it from yeah. our leaders. We get it from some of the quote unquote yeah. grunts, which is good. Yeah. Um next week we got uh, Darth Vader number one so we're going to see and I'm guessing we're going to get some parallel storytelling with that I guess very we're gonna excited for that. I think we, we all loved Maleside. Greg
2: Pax's uh, Star yeah. Wars run yeah main I run
0: It's so interesting that they basically traded right Greg yeah. Pax is taking Vader and Sewell is taking Star Wars and I yeah. think that will be fun to watch them collaborate a little bit but, yeah.
2: they, they absolutely nailed the voices so super
0: excited yeah, yeah. resistance
1: out yeah. out yeah. <laughs>
3: All right, so this is uh, Resistance Recap, everybody. Thanks so much. This is going to be the last, possibly the last,
0: Resistance Recap. It will be. This if they gonna... come back, they're going to come back in a different yeah, way.
3: I know, which seems uh crazy to think. So um we are going to catch up on the last four episodes, and we're just going to smush them together mm-hmm. because, um you know, these episodes, it's a lot of fun ride and um, very little sort of... You know, meat old... on the bone
0: as far as lore goes. And I also argue that these last four almost form like a mini-movie.
3: Yes, they do. Yeah. They're they're sort of lovely. So the episode titles were uh The New World, No Place Safe, Rebuilding the Resistance, and The Escape. And actually that is pretty much a good recap for what happened. The in, names are oh, pretty,
0: <laughs> that's pretty what spot I was, on. I think I think last time we did Resistance Recap, my joke every time Grant would do the recap, I would just say the name of the of yeah. show episode again.
3: Right. Yeah. So uh, essentially what we have is um, uh, Captain Doza has decided we need a place to call home. We need to do planetfall. We can't just coast around in um, the galaxy forever, which is a good point. Um, yeah. So they find a planet named Aeon.
0: Aeos. It's Aeos. Aeos.
3: Aeos. 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 <laughs> Um, yes. And Sorry. they uh, <laughs> they do a little scanning party, which is so fun. It was like a coral reef planet, mm-hmm. is the way it looked to me. A coral Very planet, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was super and, cool, something new. And they had sort of this like
0: really cool tribal land fish. Um, I call them thunderfish. You- thunderfish, because they're they're fish people dressed exactly in Thundercats garb, so they're thunderfish. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna thunderfish. Oh, thunderfish. I'm into that. (laughs) It's
3: now, that's official. It's the Thunderfish. And that's also going to be my password. (laughs) Um, and, uh, so yeah, that is Thunderfish. Um, things obviously go wrong. They sort of see them, blah, blah, blah. They can't stay there. Uh, first order finds out they come, they leave, they get there. It's essentially goes the way you'd think this thing would go. And then, um, and, uh, Tam, uh, is caught up in this and she, um, wants to finally she finally comes to that moment where she realizes that the first order is terrible when they um you know carpet bomb the thunderfish yeah um so yeah so that that's my very brief quick and dirty uh explanation of what sort of goes on there um it, it was actually pretty heartwarming four episodes it was like some beautiful things you know we get to see I, I always love the indigenous interaction, where sort of you meet the, the the locals of a place, and then they win them over with um, medical supplies, yeah. um, and then they decide to fight. You know, so th- the one thing I, I sort of felt was missing. I really thought they were going to go to Exegol. I thought they would. We um, do. I too. thought they would send a contingent to Exegol, yeah. and I just have a feeling they wrote these episodes before they even knew. It's I, like They're I, working I, off I, the I, Last Jedi is what yeah, I felt. Yeah, I like I the agree. whole series.
0: I had. I, I looked at this show very much like Agents of Shield, which is like you can do a little bit with, mm. with whatever, but don't get too close. And we're not going to tell you much of what we're doing in, in the movies. So right. it's kind of the way I honestly expected this. But one thing I appreciate is I feel like these four episodes, epitho- episodes, episodes. <laughs> I thought these, these were three episodes. These, well, call well move. <laughs> and, uh, these four episodes. six episode. <laughs> <laughs> that would be our sports voice. Like, there you go. These, uh, these four episodes... Um, are like an entire character arc for multiple characters. And in terms of Kaz, it's the hero's journey. Like literally yeah. it starts with, what I like about the new world is everyone on the Colossus is like, we're not, we're not part of this war. Like we've never yeah. been part of this war. We're just looking for a new home. And Kaz for that entire episode is like, do I just stay here with my new family? Do I go and join the resistance again? And so he gets the call to action again. Like it's this, it's, it's yeah. yes. so we Get like a four episode, his entire hero arc again. Like, I think it was kind of a neat way to end the series.
3: Right. It felt very star Warsy. And like, so as soon as they sort of settle into this place and they've made peace with the locals, Kaz decides to take off, right. To go yeah. and rejoin the resistance. He's like, I can't just not fight this fight. Having been so close to it. Yeah. Um, that a does all some... to adventure. Yes. A yeah. call to adventure. Exactly. Um, and um, that doesn't work out exactly as planned. It turns out the resistance comes to him, um, yep. and we get a return of uh, Captain Doza's wife and um, yeah. Vanessa, uh, Venza? Venza? Vensa. I can't remember I Venza. it. Vensa. We'll I say it it
0: Venza. Written as Vanessa, but I think um, I there's it's a awesome Marcus character. and a Vanessa in this series. That's just it's a little immersion breaking. <laughs> uh, um, uh, well, uh, Tobias Beckett. <laughs>
1: Oh,
2: that's right, that's always my, that's my response. response. Tobias like, is also kind of otherworldly, though. to the <laughs> degree,
0: I would argue. Yeah, if, if yeah. you've ever seen, if you've ever seen uh, Arrested Development, Tobias is very other otherworldly. Yeah, the, you know, <laughs> covered in blue, oh, coming yeah. out a chimney. Like that's
2: that's yeah, otherworldly. Yeah, he
0: got blue a lot, in that. he got blown a lot. Oop, that's not how that joke goes. Moving on. Um, so uh, I tried to catch up, but I really
2: only remember the final episode, and. Um, uh, really moving like uh, when T- Tam's whole arc and her return to the resistance was just beautiful like I thought yeah, when Tam and Cass first reunite and they yep. hug like I was moved to tears like I was like it was moving like I was surprised to get that out of a show like, like this because I you know I love the animated shows but I feel like it, but I feel like resistance was more geared for kids than Rebels or Clone yes. Wars to a degree yes. and yes. I feel like I never thought it would have this emotional impact on me
0: but it did like the final episode really did have some some weight it, it grew in a way that is reminiscent 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 I don't know what's happened to me. Huh. I mean, I've been yelling about... Guys, I'm so sick. Behind, I have an excuse. behind the scenes, we've been yelling at each other about politics for about 30 minutes before we taped, so I'm like... Just a bunch of progressives sig- arguing about who's the most progressive. Yeah. Yeah. My my hackles are up, and now like I'm having a mini-stroke, and so like words don't make sense to me anymore. But we're all okay, guys. We're all friends. We're, we're all just yelling at each other about how much we we're agree with each other, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I was going to say it's reminiscent of um, Clone Wars in that... It got dark. Like, it got darker than I thought that show could get. Like, there's a moment in episode 17 where I wrote, Blank just got real because they, they, the First Order downed a shuttle with people yes, on it. Like, they right. killed right. people. And that was the moment, that was the moment for, for Tam's real last, like, I'm yeah. converting now, but still, like, that's a remember. That's a epi- That's a show where the first episode they did not kill anyone. They was very clear that people didn't die. Yeah, it, it there was, was a like
3: couple select weird deaths. that A happened. couple. Yeah. A Kwaki like, and monkey lizard here. A couple <laughs> yeah. like first order tie
0: pilots there. Yeah. yeah. But, but like this episode had like ships blown up left and right. And yeah, like but this was like a, innocents. a transport
3: of innocence yeah. that got like the it was their first Order's job to shoot it down. And yeah. um, the resistance, you know, um, led by uh, we'll call her Commander Doza,
0: right? Um, to she kept to, getting. Uh, yeah, yeah, to bring yeah.
3: you know her people in there um, um, to help defend it, and um, and Tam was on there and was just like, you know, that was yeah, yeah, it was it's tough to see, and you start realizing, oh, this is sort of. But you know, you lose the innocence there. I thought there was gonna be a chance that they might make it because you never really saw the explosion I on Planetfall, so but they just sort of you just see it sort of careening towards the And then it's confirmed by the first
0: order, like we just we just destroyed. They didn't say right. downed, they said destroyed. Like yeah. I because I thought the same thing it was like, well, maybe we'd cut to them being rescued, but no, they've they doubled down on that. Those people are no longer yeah. with us. Um everyone in these four episodes gets some type of backstory and a hero moment. Like, everyone yeah. gets a hero moment, including the chick with a mop. And I don't mean chick as a woman. I mean the, mm. the, the alien the bi- the baby small chicken. The infant chicken. Gets a hero moment. Yeah. Gets to use his mop to fight, which I'm like, yes. Yes. I
3: love that character. And I'm
0: um, sorry I don't know their name I can end, never but... remember. I was, I was going to look it up. I think. Grant's oh, pe- oh Peepit. Peepit. Peep peep it. That's right. Peepit right. gets a hero moment. Um, Griff gets backstory our favorite pilot finally gets some backstory
3: that's when I was like oh my gosh Jenny was like what I was like oh (laughs) Griff mind." she was you know doing something else yeah but But, uh, yeah it was like Griff why did yeah yeah, great like Griff why did you and very pertinent he's like why did you leave
0: why did you stop fighting and he was like you
3: know it was finally it was nice to finally get that Griff moment
0: there he's a great character he is and Tyranny even gets some backstory right Tyranny Mm. they talk about the fact that she says for years I was um, I was something. I can't read my own handwriting for years. I was something by the rule of the New Republic, right? Yeah. Like this idea. Like she really bought in. She said you, I was not born to the first order. I bought in because I did not agree. Like this. It's really interesting the game, the 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 dark side backstory. Right. Yeah. And there's a part in Episode 17 where they're having that giant dog fight. That I think it's the first dog fight in Star Wars history on screen where we've gotten. A equal time with both sides. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting because it really upped the tension because you yeah. have you have you have Tam and people you care both, about on both sides and don't yeah. know that the other person's on the other side. With right. the, like, I thought that was really like they didn't know that Tam was there and like I kept having that thought of like, are they even think about it every time they start shooting at a Tie Fighter? It could be right. Tam and that Tam's shooting. It. Like right. I just thought it was done so well. Right,
3: it's a really delicate thing, but yeah. they handled it. Um, they the you know the the way that like Yeager explained it, it was just like she made her choice. You have to like. You know, you've made your choice. You made hers. Like, you can't think about that, um, which is sort of... That's tough, man. It's tough to think about. But, it, like, they mentioned it. They, they handled it really well. It was really well written. Like, this is another, like, Filoni, I think, overlooking a really great Star Wars story. Yeah. Um. I, I was just a, a little bummed out by the scope. I thought, you know, I, yep. I wish it would actually intersect with um, you know I would have loved to see Exegol I thought you know they showed like a promo photo where he's stand, they're standing on one of the target rings from the racing course yeah. and I thought it like looked a little bit like the, the um, wreckage of oh, on Exegol yeah, and yeah. I was like oh are they gonna be there of oh, the, oh, the Death Star yeah yeah. Uh,
0: I think on um, Kev Beer Kef Beer yeah. Yeah, yeah right I don't think I mean we can speculate, but my guess is they did not make this cartoon series to last two seasons. I think they had plans going. No, past. no, no.
2: I think they did outright say that it was only going to be two
0: seasons from the beginning. Because you, think they could so. keep going. No. Because because when they announced at at at, uh, at celebration, hmm. they released the file the trailer and they said the final season. Well, guys, big news:
2: Rebel sequel coming out winter twenty twenty. Nice. Really? Yeah.
0: Where did you hear that? I just heard it around the rumor well. <laughs> I know. thought you were like, Twitter I just made it up. I mean Twitter <laughs> <just> made <laughs> it up, but it's happening. Really? So
3: we're gonna get another Rebels yeah. I heard
0: some rumors around yeah, yeah. That a couple of weeks back as well. But I, I think what I mean, I don't think people knew. I think this series did not do as well as they were hoping it to do. And plus it it gapped Disney Plus. Right. I think mm-hmm. that might have been the biggest yeah, thing that yeah, yeah. killed you it. You because to Disney XD to Disney Plus. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like yes, we can do a Rebels sequel that's going to start immediately at Disney Plus. Right. right. Yeah. Same thing. So I think that might have been what killed it. And you can still continue so They might just say, they could justify it by saying, well, there's no longer a resistance. The, the resistance is over. The war is over. So we're going to call it Star Wars this.
3: So I was thinking about the timeline yesterday because Jenny was like, what? Like, why are they ending it there? So we have a, a year. We see season yeah. one of Resistance ends with the Hosnian Prime disaster. Catastrophe. Incident. Catastrophe? I think. Incident? I think incident. Clatechism.
0: Catechism. Cataclysm.
3: I think they call it BSI before.
0: Oh, yeah. they do call it an Yeah, you're right. All right. B-H-I? Yeah. Before, before Hosnian incident? No, BSI before Star Killer incident. Oh, Star Killer incident. <laughs> Why okay. Sounds kind of like PSI. That's how I remember it. Right. whatever. <laughs> so
3: this is it, it's Star Killer incident is the finale of one. Mm-hmm. So then there's a year, there's a calendar year that yeah. happens before um, we get the the, Exegol, the right. Battle of Exegol. Right. So I mean, this really isn't can't be more than a half year. I mean, it feels at like most. a month. It, like, doesn't it seem like, like it goes a couple very of weeks. weeks. Well, a big indicator. So there's room kind of,
2: there. There's a big indicator that's kind of understated that we haven't talked about at all is we see Kylo in the final in finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's supreme, we, leader. He was supreme. Supreme, he leader. supreme leader? Who's so supreme leader? Supreme leader. Yeah. He be ruthless. It's also to the through. most
0: Vader like we've actually seen oh, Kylo. yeah, at all. his voice like,
2: is booming voice coming through the
0: hologram. Can we, can, we, can we talk about his voice for a second? Because to me, it sounded like the same voice. I liked it. I liked it. All right. So here's my problem with it. And you can say why well, you liked it. To me, it sounded a lot like what he sounds like when he has his helmet on. And I think they voiced did all those stuff thinking he would have his helmet. And then they realized that because... They're like, no, oh, the no, helmet no the helmet smashed, and he's not getting it until, like, because they probably saw the preview to Force Week or to uh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker, and they're like, oh, he has his helmet back, we can do it, and they're like, no, no, he builds it again in the movie. I could
3: say, though, holograph compression, right, right.
0: Uh, <laughs> some distortion <laughs> Think about... Um, <laughs> I think of bringing science into this. <laughs> well, yes, audio, the audio
3: guy <laughs> no, is, is going to like, talk it's about... Like audio. Audio. Vocoder, right? It's like a hologram vocoder, right? Hologram Just think about yes, um, um, Darth Sidious yeah. talking to Dooku. Or Darth Sidious yeah, talking to the Nemoidian, like a trade right. generation. Right. And it's Sounds just obvious. like, yeah, do right. it. It's just right, like, right. you know, I always like, just thought that was him
0: out. doing his own voice.
3: Right, but there's a little, like, I would you know, take there's the little. Game, yeah, <laughs> yeah gain
0: yeah. compression going on there. You're all hurting your own arguments here because you're doing the exact same voice without any type of alteration. To <laughs> That's true. That's it. True. but um, are you but gonna no, make I, me
3: like actually but gain no, no. our How, voices? Because I will do that. I, but so totally. great
2: when he uh, when he has tyranny and pyre both draw their blasts at yeah. each other
0: and be like, it's a know, super Vader yeah, move. Really great, like, fun. No, yeah, I, that was great so I will I will accept that and move past so I'm, saying, I'm fine with that explanation wait what so, happens to Pyre what's the ultimate fate for Pyre because I know it gets blown up doesn't he he's, just he gets blown
3: up, up. yeah so he's he, he Pyre fights to
0: the very bitter
3: end <laughs> But they uh, they ultimately destroy the star destroyer. Okay, okay. I mean, right, like so they fight their way out and um, yeah, the tooth and nail. They almost don't escape from Pyre, but then they explode the yeah. the whole thing. And favorite goes.
2: moment of this of the of this last episode was when Doza goes down to the pirates <laughs> <laughs> and he goes. He goes, Jaeger and Kaz are aboard a Star Destroyer. Like, we need your help or whatever. And then one of the little, small little pirates just goes, They're aboard a Star Destroyer? I'm out. Like, if, <laughs> if credits rolled so, after that, yeah. I would be just, I would be in, you know, a total, I would bow down to this show.
0: I think that's what this show, to me, succeeds most when it when it, when it it realizes it's a kid's show. And it does those fun little wacky mm-hmm. moments. And like, yeah. that's why I already forgot his name is my favorite character. Kiz, Kizbag, Bizbag. Is the not. little pirate? No, the uh, the chick, the baby. Oh, Peepit. Oh, Peepit. Peepit. Peepak. my favorite character.
2: Well, it sounds like Peepaw from um, like the Ewok uh, slicer,
0: slicer from yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Oh. Uh, aftermath, right? No, uh, the Ewok slicer. Was it Peep? Aftermath? Where is Peepaw at? No, no, it's in uh, Delilah Dawson's uh, Galaxy's Edge book, whatever that one was called. Wasn't... No. No. Oh, no, was no, no, no. No. That was a, <laughs> was a different slicer. <laughs> it, it, uh, it was the last aftermath. shot. It was the last shot, guys. Was it? No. All right.
0: it. Where think... was Peepaw? <laughs> no, Peepaw's Aftermath. <laughs> we read too many books. Didn't we start We with read aftermath? too many books, guys.
3: walk Slicer. <laughs> <Aftermath? laughs> She's it's... like. Yeah. I think it's Aftermath. I think it is Aftermath. I think
0: it's right. I'll let Grant. Uh, Google um, there's a moment of synergy in that last episode which connects directly to the Allegiance comic books because oh. in the Allegiance comic books they start with the First Order showing up at any place that it had ever given uh, mm. protection to the uh, Re- resi- uh, resistance and-, and scouring and blowing it up and they did the same thing to Eos right yeah. they show up at Eos and just start decimating it and I'm like that's straight out of Allegiance like that's nice right. so like we know that's what they did yeah. and
3: that's that's how Rise of Skywalker starts is like they're yeah. doing a campaign across the galaxy to just like destroy old places yeah it's exactly. weird that they, I guess Agent Claw or uh, they always say it was an unknown last shot died. I was right it was oh, so last right. shot
2: yeah. Yeah. you are oh, Codebreaker right. Peek Pa
0: Peek Pa, pa. Okay. that was Peek how dare us forget it? But to be fair, that was like the that's front. very close to O-peep it though. I will like, say that yeah. is the first book we covered for the show. I think I yeah, think last shot was the first one we covered together. So. That's right. There's a right. lot
3: There's a lot of <laughs> slicers in there. Actually, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. that'd be a pretty funny lineup of like all the slicers that we've like read about. Remember, right? Where's, where's the right. Mister Robot Star Wars show? Like on <laughs> Google Plus. Uh, I guess no, that would, could be one. I guess of. that's
2: Afro though. To a degree, yeah. it's it's all these things are coming, but
3: more technology technological. That'd be kind of interesting. The future of Star Snap Wars. D J. D J. The yeah. series. Jyn Erso was that. <laughs> Jyn Erso is really. Yeah. Ooh, Jyn
2: Erso's young like life would be really interesting. Well, they did a really heroes, good job. In, all that stuff was Ooh, it.
0: Uh, dark. It's, it's I mean, real dark. That, in, uh, oh, the book. Rebel yeah. Rising? Oh, Rebel Rising, yeah.
3: That Rebel Rising is the darkest it's Star Wars book dark. I've ever heard. It's like
0: heard. a, there's like a, there, they explode a bomb in the middle of a, in, a, in like, yeah, a, like a, a
3: frag bomb or something. Like, oh, so. Yeah, oh. I can just,
0: I can still think of that sometimes, like, <laughs> Yeah, no. no. <laughs> a little too real there. Darker than
3: Alphabet
2: Squadron?
0: Because so I felt like that was way freaking dark. Yeah. Because
3: yeah. it's like, Sager is not, and the Parsons are not a good group. No. Like, they do terrible things. Basically, they
0: blew up an entire ballroom full of people who, who were kind of loosely affiliated with the, with yeah, the, to make a point. Like, yeah, she's she like, yeah, what?
3: Yeah. and she's like, and he was never like a real father no. figure. Never. He's always had like
0: a loose
2: screw, basically. Yeah, she yeah. was
3: like a child that was brought up and like trying to like treat Sagrera as like a father figure, but he like, and so to he appease him, she yet. did everything he wanted, yeah. which was become a code breaker, become like a fighter. And um, yeah, and she just, then she was a drifter. Then she was in prison and then she died. Like that's her life. Yeah.
0: I was listening to again, Star Wars minutes covering um, uh, uh, Rogue, One. Rogue One right now. And so yeah. they weren't talking about, it, but they just mentioned her life and someone, the uh, guest mentioned that Rebel Rising book. And I did the same thing that you did in my mind. I'm like, what a, what a sad life. Like, it's <laughs> really sad. Life. Like, when yeah, you really, really break sad. it down, like, super meaningful, like, a really important life who had yeah. this amazing impact on the entire galaxy, but never, like, had two happy moments in her entire life, it sounds like. Like, ugh.
3: You know, and one was as she was dying, maybe. Right?
0: Yeah, that she realized that, like, she did something. Ugh. Yeah. I'm literally going to start crying on this podcast. I know. Well, it's super dense, That's right. It's super We're dark.
3: just going to pause to cry um, for an hour. So back it. to this children's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This show is nothing <laughs> like that
0: at all. Everything <laughs> wow, we is got from at.
2: Resistance to Jerso's no, tragic life. It would <laughs> be on <laughs> brand.
0: Um, one thing I would say is that episode 17 does a couple things. Um, the We Are the Spark is mentioned. Oh, yeah. So that's clearly going to be... That, that's
2: Guys, this was in Tales of the Jedi. guys. Yes, this yes. goes back. I,
0: I think I have a there picture on my phone that you said, <laughs> yes. it's, like it's like a text. You took I'm a telling you guys. From they, they take from Legends but 17 was like again had those like learning methods. like we are only true, we only truly fail when we lose hope that's a good yep. line uh, giving up on people is the easy way out we're better than that like that was yeah. when they're talking about Tam like, that. that was a, a great line. line like those are a couple of good it was a moments.
3: microcosm of Rise of Skywalker it was a microcosm yeah. of the whole um, you know sequel trilogy yeah um, and they did a great job. Like, I, I mean, I love the characters. I love Jaeger. I love Niku.
0: Who Me doesn't too? love Niku? Yeah. Dude, I love Jaeger. And
2: every time they mention the Battle of Jakku, oh, I'm not a
0: fan of Niku. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to move past it and be like, yeah, no one no, in this you. In this
2: final episode, you find out that Niku has some like cryptic engineer yeah, code to like would... talk
0: trash about Kaz. You're like, yeah. dude, Niku is nefarious. You guys okay. all think Niku's harmless, fair, innocent. And ever, Niku is dastardly. Have you ever had a job where someone gets hired because of nepotism who can't do the job? Listen, yes. Tam, and then don't you talk about that person behind the back? You talk trash about them is real life. Tam, is real. Tam
2: <laughs> betrays Team Fireball, goes to the First Order, and all Kaz wants to do is get her back. Yeah. he doesn't
3: talk trash about Tam going to be a Tie yeah. Fighter pilot and but, taking out Resistance. But he fighters. is clearly faking being a good mechanic, yeah. and if if you're just your whole worldview is being a good mechanic. Yeah you would you know you would probably talk trash about like this wow Niku why isn't, doesn't he know what it has for is?
0: isn't who you think he is right? <laughs> it's, is this a new he's jar jar in, is a is, is the sith lord the argument con- of his, is he's, he's,
3: <laughs> confirm of is the the commander of the droid army on the uh on the platform which yeah. is sort of insane when you think the most crazy also it's reason. so nice
0: to see b1 and the battle droids yeah again. b1 yeah. i know
3: but he gets smoked yeah,
0: but I don't know if he got killed, right? He just got no, electric and I was like waiting yeah. for the blow up. I mean he just
3: got like be like they they yeah, weren't they very effective as a
0: security yeah. force force. No.
3: But it was good to see that I, I do like the battle droids are kind of No,
2: Niku's great because I love when he's like I love when he's like when, when Kaz is like working on like, the no power couplings or something like that. He's like, Oh Kaz, your abilities have improved in the common vernacular. Wow. I was like, that's great. That's great. Are you being sarcastic? I know I can't right now? tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really dislike Niku. <laughs>
3: All right. Well, I love him. I think he's super. I love all his dumb jokes. And uh, yeah, but there were other there are other great characters in there. I mean, everyone was pretty great. Bucket all the droids were like overpowered we and like bizarre but um, you never got the never reveal you were waiting got for, for huh? I was sitting uh, there literally
0: waiting sitting there watching in my office at work because it's supposed we work yeah. and watching this last episode like are we going to get it and then <laughs> but it was definitely I didn't watch I realized I did not watch the credits and similar at the end of Rebels they they revealed that Filoni did the voice of Chopper did Filoni do the voice of Bucket was that confirmed in the last episode I thought no? you
2: had told me that so that, I always took that as fact sure I lied good <laughs>
3: <laughs> God he does he, Chopper I mean Bucket sounds a lot like
0: Chopper,
2: which you is why, said, and you you said that.
0: I think I said I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Bucket's
2: right? a chi- uh, stripped down. Oh, that was chopper. my that was my yeah, theory. theory. It never got confirmed. Yeah.
0: That would have been season three, guys.
2: We might get a season three, but with rebels. Dave turning,
3: is in the cast.
2: I mean, he, the executive produced the show. It's yeah.
0: we're not we're not getting a season. Three. Um, I don't think. I think.
3: he's in the cast. I don't. I you love don't the animation know? style. I be... Oh yeah, that's where we're going with this. I don't. I don't think we're getting a season three for this one reason because nothing will happen until Lando comes by and says, "Okay, time to fight." Okay. You know? Or it's like they've been begging people to fight why weren't they with why weren't they on Agent Klaus? Like that's the only thing they could do is sort of like Yeah. Like they could put them on Agent Klaus. Um you know, they could meet up there or I mean we know from the comics that they went to Ryloth for a hot second. We know they weren't on Ryloth, so maybe like they meet up with them after like post Ryloth yeah. or something, and then or meet meeting, yeah. like like Agent Klaus and then yeah. they sort of run some like trivial missions and then finally they do from their point of view that like battle I mean I would watch that but it it doesn't really make for it's a little clunky yeah, yeah yeah
2: very interesting I can't imagine they're going to throw away this animation style like I imagine they'll make some show with this similar style at some point yeah. But it there's, might not be resistance, it might be something else. Do you guys no have any to... ideas for what they could do next? I mean honestly you just do a
0: time jump. Like you just do a year time jump yeah. and it's no longer the resistance, it's just the hmm. whatever. Right. It's the colossus. Well right. then much why like have, the, yeah.
2: Much like there's a rebels sequel that's now been announced. Or not announced, but rumored to be announced. Soon to be announced, Yeah, yeah probably yeah, announced. Winter at 2020. Uh, uh do we think there's gonna be a sequel to the resistance, possibly Kazuda, you know, older, mm-hmm. more experienced?
3: I think that, that's just unmapped territory now. Like, right, we right. don't even know. Yeah. We don't have antagonists your... at all. So what are they doing? I mean, are There's they... a nice bow on this series with yeah. Tam
2: coming back and yeah, the whole Team it. Fireball being back together. I right. don't know if we need another adventure with Team Fireball. Right. Only because there's such a nice bow to it and We and also, also
0: know the end of the story. We know right. that. Right. Generally, right. we know that they win. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it would
3: be nice. It, it would have made me happier... If they, like, the last thing we heard was, like, uh, Lando Calrissian's voice. Billy Dee Williams' voice being like, It's time, folks. Time to suit up and join the fight. <laughs> I know. Follow I... me. Lando like, style. La- it's time to do it Lando, Lando style. style.
0: Uh, that's a bad Lando Calrissian <laughs> let's, let's impression, take take but you know that. what I'm going to say. It's less the impression <laughs> and more the... Anyway. Um, I, that's the thing that kind of ma- really makes me think this was not supposed to be two seasons, and it got cut shorter than they thought it would get cut, because... I was waiting for the capper because we get it at the end of Rebellion, right? End of Rebellion gives you this really sweet. We're out like in Rebels? In Rebels, yeah, as I say when I say Rebellion. Rebellion, yeah, you know. But in Rebels, right, you get the end credit, you get the end little thing with staying with Ahsoka and whatever, saying like, this is our new journey. And for this, I was waiting for, I was always waiting for like, like time jump they're on Colossus and Lando comes swinging by or they, yeah. or they hear the radio thing or something because right. they knew it was going to be the end and let's just tie it in like why didn't they do that because they, I don't think they knew it was going to be the end I think they wanted right. it to be like well what they could have done to ult- three.
2: ultimate synergy they could have done something where it's like season one maybe at the end they hear like the the kind of a garbled call from Leia from Crate that they can't really hear and the yeah, second so, yeah, season yeah. they hear the clear signal from, from, Lin from Lin- lando Tom. being like yeah, it's time there it, it so. could have been an ultimates and there wasn't it, it it didn't no know, i think it, the film was i think the show was made around the time of the last jedi not so much the rise of skywalker agreed i think if
0: the yeah. show did a lot better than it did i don't think it did horribly but there's not a lot of people talking about it um and then i think if disney plus didn't happen or if this premiered on disney plus i think either of those things meant yeah
2: the crazy container. thing is it's really strong Star Wars storytelling and nice. they're using yeah. all the sound effects from the Skywalker Ranch yeah. and all you the, know, the sound of the probe droids so uh, good man awesome. so yeah. good no, when, when the Star Destroyers fire their cannons it's the exact yeah. sound you the, you the yeah, TIE perfect. Fighter sounds yeah. are great it's
3: perfect it's, everything's on point it's the pretty, storytelling yeah. the lore drops it was a great... And, it, like, the character development, I loved all the characters. It feels like they're It great. a
0: nice little box of Star Wars. Yeah, right and
3: down. it was great that they busted in some multiculturalism in the It was like, your main characters like, African-American, Hispanic, like, finally you get, like, and, and Asian-American. Asian, like, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm really
2: happy about the... Uh, Latino representation because I I think there's there's not enough in superhero movies and I think that they're I'm so glad that there's not enough resistance right yeah and um uh, yeah I just want to see more well I did hear that Oscar Isaac got the Oscar Isaac got the right to Ex Machina which is a comic and he's gonna be this big superhero type character
0: oh awesome so
2: that'll be fun but um
0: so Poe Dameron so Oscar Isaac's gonna be in two movies called Ex Ex, Ex I know
2: I know I know that's what everyone that was the big (laughs) that was the header basically
3: all right
0: my brain just broke. <laughs> uh, There's probably
3: another like you know Latin American. But I'm just, I'm just happy they're probably do a great continue. job too. But yeah. whatever. So
0: I, yeah, I think this thing. I think this show fits a very important box in Star Wars storytelling. We also need kids' stories for Star Wars. Yeah. We need we need stories for six, seven, eight, nine, ten year olds. And yeah. so I hope the fact that with the takeaway is like maybe this this wasn't what they were looking for, but let's start something else on yeah. Disney Plus for yeah. kids. Totally.
3: Yeah. And I think they they definitely will. Which they're kind be. of doing yeah. with Jar Jar um,
0: or with uh, Ahmad. Fest. I'm a best, that. yeah. They're doing that, to, yeah, which is kind of a different idea. It's well, like a Star Wars. It's like a game it's show, game right? Show. It's yeah, like like Ninja
3: Warrior, but Jedi, it's Jedi Warrior. Trials, or yeah, something, something like that. that.
0: Trials, yeah. Of yeah. trials of the Temple, or yeah. something like that. Can we just announce we're not covering that? Yeah, we're not covering Okay. It. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how we would. It. Cover I'm going to watch that. it. <laughs> so, so, can we just announce how, we're covering oh, it? We'll, we'll be watching every single episode, but I don't, I don't know think we can talk how, about how you cover it. cover it. Unless there's so. any sort of. I think we
2: can news. quickly if, discuss the stage. If you just one segment. That would be a more mouse than man and just quickly describe the show real good. Yeah. But Hey,
0: listeners, if you demand it, we'll cover it. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, Any final notes? No. Great job. It was like another. Good Filoni giant. It was clearly Aimed at younger Farewell Sweet resistance
0: We barely knew ye We barely knew ye <laughs> Don't start with the ye <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to light like, <laughs> Take a look It's in
1: a book We wrapped up We wrapped All right, welcome
2: to Reading Rathtar, the segment where we discuss the Star Wars novels and junior novels and reading of all kind. Uh, newly announced book, Poe Dameron, Freefall, from Alex Segura and Peter Fernandez. It's said to explore Poe's teen years before becoming an ace pilot, possibly getting into the oh. his time as a
0: Spice Runner, <laughs> as oh, mentioned yeah. in The Rise of Skywalker. All right, that's, that's fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I like... I like what they do with Poe in the books. I've read a couple of books that he's been featured in. And I've been enjoying that character in books. So Cool. I'll watch it. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll read it. As yeah, I'll wouldn't. probably read it as well. And uh, so that <laughs> might mean
3: we get some more Zori Bliss. To, to oh, yeah. Oh, and maybe uh, a little
0: baboo
1: oh, Hey, hey. Hey. hey.
3: <laughs> hey.
2: Um, also, let's just uh, let's touch base with um, Queen's Peril. We know the release date is June 2nd. Um, EK Johnston's obviously the writer. Right. Um, this is the
0: sequel to Queen's Shadow, yeah. which we all read. So, sure. So, yeah. am I going to be like solo book report on this one, guys? No, I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read <laughs> it. Just sit there and do my little book. I like the first one. It's very process heavy in terms of it talks a lot about like what it's like to be a queen's hand yeah. uh, made or not handmade. Is that what they call them? Handmade. Handmade. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just get weird if that's the right term after Handmaid's Tale. For me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I loved Queen's Shadow. I just
2: I did get confused with all the handmaids. I didn't know yeah. who we were following at certain times. I had to actually reread, re-read the book to catch some of the names and, and who we're following mm-hmm. at what time to visualize it for my own. Yeah, like, to
0: visualize while I'm reading. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of similar names. It's yeah. hard. I had the similar thing where I had to go back and double check. But yeah. like, it's so much about like each character had their own strength and kind of talking about what it was like to be the queen and have these... Very these process ones. and... Um, I, again, it was written for me.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's a cool... It's a, I love it because it's such an outlier. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so unlike any other
0: Star but Wars that's book. what I want from Star Wars is just different right. storytellers telling different stories and some of us are going to connect yeah. with certain stories more than others. E.K. Yeah, e. Johnson's a brilliant writer and she, yeah. she also
2: nails the voice of uh, Palpatine. I think he appears in yes. scenes outside some gala events... Uh, on Coruscant where Padme is talking to him and it just feels nefarious it feels
3: like he's
0: hiding all his cards
2: like it's just beautifully written
0: very
3: much prequel
0: on a somewhat related note this year we went to Rhode Island Comic Con Mm. Uh, and they're starting to announce who's coming next year. Oh. And and uh, Ash- the only person that's announced so far who's going to be on the panel is Ashley Ecklstein. Is that her name? Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. Yeah. Eckstein, who does Ahsoka's Ahsoka voice. voice. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping this year we're going to get a lot more Star Wars people coming because there's no movie that they have to promote or hide oh, That behind. would be great. So I think we're going to get – so I'm hoping we'll get some of the creators as well, some of the comic book <laughs> artists and-, and authors because I would love to get to a panel – or or have a conversation with them. They're much more easy to approach than yeah. some of the the actors. So we had a yeah. good conversation with um, Jonas, right? Yeah, yeah with yeah, Jonas like, and, like meeting and, uh, Jonas at his
2: yeah. table or whatever was fine. But like actually just talking to him outside of his table just was way easier. Yeah, kind of it. and yeah. so it would be great
0: to talk to some of these creators.
2: So. Creators just outside of there.
0: I just thought that because I've seen I follow I follow uh, Johnson Johnson or Johnston E K Johnston. Johnston, Johnston, I can't remember if there's a t in there on Instagram and she does a lot of conventions and stuff so I'm really oh, hoping cool. she'll come to Rhode cool. Island because yeah. I'd love be to pick her brain.
2: Yeah, I mean, actually,
0: if there's anyone who knows a juggernaut. That, she's yeah. huge fan favorite. I would, I would love yeah. to be able to meet her. Also, never not at Disney World or Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, she, she, like every she in every Orlando? post is Disneyland. I'm yeah. like, I want your life. Yeah.
2: Well, also like EK Johnston. Like, if there's anything, if there's anyone who knows everything about Padme, it's EK yeah. Johnston. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. fascinating. So, I th- and what I'm really excited about is uh, Greg Pak's new Vader run. It mm-hmm. seems like Padme is going to have a heavily influence mm. in this next Vader run from Frontiers. If, if you've seen some of too. these covers, yeah, yeah. some of these covers and some of these summaries that I've read so far are fascinating, and it's all about Vader and Padme. Right. So I I would love to talk to uh, EK Johnston about that, and um, I would love to ha- have her handle Leia after
0: you know Claudia Gray has done such a good job handling yeah. Leia. I would love to see maybe EK Johnston's. It'd be nice take to someone take. both write yeah. mother and daughter right i think it'd be right. really interesting to see that because you can kind of start carrying over certain characters to see the connection yeah. between those what else we got
2: let's jump to project luminous news this Wee. is the hot topic for all star wars fans right now because it seems like it's the kind of uh the spear it's spearheading the next wave of yeah, storytelling the in thing. the star wars right. galaxy and this was
3: teased like three months ago four months oh, ago. Way, okay. long. oh way long a year ago yeah
2: so these these writers have all been writing and um Clayton Sandal, a uh, journalist for ABC, has been following this story closely, and um, he tweeted recently, "What is Project Luminous?" As already announced, it's a publishing effort to tell a big, interconnected Star Wars story. Are Key we hitting the Vong? Key. <laughs> Don't hold your breath for any movie TV game tie-ins On 224 we will we'll learn about the stories, characters, right, and like release it. dates, and most intriguing,
0: the era. Oh. All right. So that's really exciting. Like I kind of love the fact that they're saying don't expect TV, movie or video game. Like, Interesting. Why yeah. not just because especially for us who because of this because of our gig doing this podcast are going to read the comics and books whatever, but I kind of love the idea of this large interconnected story. This yeah. separate universe.
2: And so it's been heavily rumored uh, that this is going to the era is indeed the High Republic, which is <laughs> set 400 years before the Phantom
0: Menace. Well, we've had, we've had, we'll get to that date for a second, but we've had four comics come out in the new era of Star Wars comics, and two out of those four comics have name-checked yep. the High, High Republic. Republic. The synergy is
2: strong right. in the new year. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right. And So, High Republic, it makes sense, right? So, we think of the Republic lasting a thousand years um, between, you know, the, I guess it would be Darth Bane is the beginning of it, and sort of the death of the uh, Sith uh, or the, or yeah. and, right. then, and yeah. then and then the dawn of the you know the reappearance of the sith and yeah. um right. phantom menace so it makes sense yeah so it makes sense if that's one arc in the middle yeah. of it would be about 400 years prior would be the high republic so the peak of this era so um yeah a lot of it's a blank slate in there um we know yoda's live and we know that Man, uh out is alive, and that's about it and we know you know i mean it's pretty prime you know Jedi Order uh, time yeah. um, but real fertile ground
2: it's fertile ground but it it, it does create a dilemma for a, a, an antagonist or a threat to yes. the Jedi which is that the rule of two is still in effect during yeah. this time period you also have you know the the, the, the lines of ki Mundi and the Phantom Menace saying we haven't seen the Sith for nearly a millennium yeah, uh, Katty Mundy so, really puts us in a in Yeah, a he spot. really yeah. puts, puts a go, Katty Monday. Mundy knew about Disney early, yeah, and uh, he tried to set <laughs>
0: yeah. them back. Don't worry, up they're going to go back and fix that in the right. new so, edits. Yeah. So I'd argue he also wants
3: to know about the Wookies. So
2: true, sure. right? and it's only a rumor that it's set 400 years uh, before the Phantom Menace. I would say add a thousand to that, and you have m- the ground is far more fertile. Like, it's way open, way
0: more far open. more fertile. Yeah. So this was
3: that. this was our pre-game two-hour conversation it was about like the verges of like where the high republic really should be i mean yeah if, if we want to see some new content grant made an excellent point that um before like before that thousand year reign like that's when the real cool stuff's happening with the with the sith army etc well
2: i think at a press event you want to create as much buzz as possible and so when you have this press event revealing project luminous uh you know and you begin to talk about the era and the state of the jedi i think you're you're gonna. Say, like, you know, the Jedi didn't train to become mighty in a mighty order of knights to deal with trade disputes and to settle, you know, to enforce taxation routes. Like, in this, they dive, this is going to be about the warrior culture of the Jedi and their importance in dealing with their greatest threat, like the Sith Armada, who are almost of equal power to the Jedi. Like, and really setting up all that buzz for the press to be like, wow, we're going to see the Sith in a big way. We're going to see the Jedi in a big way. This is going to be Jedi Sith conflict like never before. You know, I think
3: that's a great way to do it. But with 400 years before The Phantom Menace, I don't think you get that. No. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, you made the point that it was just like, I mean, why do they have seven forms of uh, lightsaber combat? Why do they have lightsabers at all? If there's no threat, you know, if you haven't seen a threat in five hundred years, hiding. if they're in
2: hiding and there's not right. many of them to to deal with, well, this. even
3: they don't Mental even know answers. they're in hiding, or you know, right. it, they think they're extinct. I mean, we know that there's going to be at least two floating around out there, but yeah, it's like you can never show them to the Jedi, so they can never interact. It it doesn't seem like a ton of fun.
2: But on the contrary, I do have the um, the readers combat. Uh, Holodoggo's essential reader's companion in front of me and does say the era is not devoid of menace evil mm-hmm. this is legend so just bear with me right. the era is not devoid of menace evil remains in the shadows after Bane's purge of the old Sith the new Sith Lords continue in hiding biding their time and so we do know the Sith are still in hiding during this time period so right. the, and there are more than
3: one or two so yeah and yeah. in Sith we don't know their names right. um, yeah. But so that would be fun to so, learn about them and what their machinations are and what they're yeah. what they're trying to do
0: I agree with Grant that if it's 1400 years before, it makes storytelling easier and more open and more there's more dynamic, I guess is what I want to say. If they are going to decide to use this 400, I have two possible workarounds they can do. Um, the first is if you really, 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 really want Sith in your story, you can still have Sith because if a, if a Jedi falls and decides to become a Sith, there's no reason he can't or she can't become a Sith, start getting acolytes and then Start develop a Sith army because then you have this, you have that fighting against the Jedi, and then you also have the two real Sith lords, right? Trying to figure out how to get rid of the Sith, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the, there's a so little it's like more like a, a, you just set up Darkside a faction, story, factor. you just set yeah. up
2: a a kind of unique fall that is
0: someone who doesn't know about the Sith way, right. And is like, learning. They don't know about the rule too. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't know about the rule right. two unless you ran into these two, right. right? You would just have all the old books to give you guidance. It's kind of like actually what it what Ray it's what Ray does, but with Dark Side. Right, the other option, which is less exciting to me, but you could totally do, please don't do this um, <laughs> is that we are hung up with and I don't mean we in this room, but I think as Star Wars fans with this idea of sith, like we often use sith as a as a as a shortcut to talk about dark side users, and what we've learned from like Clone Wars is there's plenty of dark side users that aren't Sith. There's there's the whole um, Dathomir uh, Night Sisters, right? Right. Who use yeah. that So there's not any reason why they don't aren't fighting dark side users and even dark side armies. They're just not Sith, right? They're Just not Sith. And we also know that the Force is not is I, I don't think there's any reason why the Force is only uh, constrained to the known galaxy. So there could be a whole army of other dark side Sith users who invade from outside. I mean, then you get to the use on fog stuff. This is why I whispered, yeah. please don't do this. But right. you have those options to tell the story if you right. really want dark side users in there. I like my first idea for the second, but they're workarounds.
3: Right. I mean, you can sort of be, it's more of like a semantic argument, but you could yes. say like, well, there's the Sith lineage that yeah. that derives from Darth Bane and the rule of two. But it's, like, thats I mean, you could even lump in your, your first idea there. Yeah. I mean, if it, they, there still can be a dark side sect or, yeah. like, a subgroup, you yeah. know, that that spawns out of the Jedi Order, but it's, like, they're not technically Sith. Plus, yeah. we know, like, you know, so even during the the Rule of Two, we know like, on Exegol, there's a whole planet worth of six, um, full of Sith al- acolytes. acolytes. Yeah. So, there's still plenty of, Which, like, dark side worshippers.
0: Yeah. And imagine if they had this new false idol yeah. kind of rise that they start following, and then if you're the two who are doing the Rule of Two, my thought is this, like, no, no, let him. Like, let him do this. Let him get destroyed. Right. Because then the whole thing is like, the whole the whole idea is like, did the Sith rise again? Oh, but we finally squashed them. And then these two people in the shadows go, yes, you Perfect. did finally squash them, right? Right, exactly. We're still we're safe fine. in the shadows, moving things. Well,
2: well they're also fallen Jedi. I don't know if you read the Jedi Apprentice books with Qui-Gon Jinn and, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan when Obi-Wan was younger in training, but I think Qui-Gon's previous apprentice, Xanatos, was a fallen Jedi. He yeah. was a I Jedi mean, who wasn't, you didn't wasn't cut for the clock right. and you kind of left the order It's it seven I yeah
3: mean, it's seven s- dooku is the seventh. seventh right so there's right. only six but like that's what i was thinking immediately be. yeah one of them is what adam is talking about could have led right. this uprising you know but they just don't talk about that in, in the know Skywalker i know both of
2: you guys read jedi lost right uh dooku jedi lost yeah
0: yeah
3: yeah, yeah.
2: listen to is it, there to is it. a
0: mention of the high republic in that
3: oh is there as well
0: I would not be surprised. Yeah, I they, wouldn't be surprised. They were clearly setting was, it up at that yeah, yeah. point. He
3: was obsessed with that era. But like,
0: I like this idea, right? You have this—you basically do an inverse of Rey or an inverse of Luke, right? Where you have this fallen Jedi who is going around scooping up force-sensitive kids ahead of the Jedi to build yeah. this army, right? To build this dark side army. I mean, that's—I mean, yeah. that'd be fun. what you're what you're delivering right now is a great
2: pitch, like for a great story. I yeah. feel like I I can get behind that story. It's just an original fall that doesn't have to deal with the kind of lineage of the sith so much as the rediscovery right. of the sith it's and just it's very different it's guess.
0: very different and the issue is i have to do a lot of tap dancing to work around this what yeah. happens yeah as opposed to <laughs> if you go 1400 yeah you could just tell a story without worrying exactly. about if you add a thousand years work. to
2: that you don't have any of those kind of, yeah. you don't have to shoehorn anything.
0: there's yet. plenty of
3: sith yeah it's the same thing i mean this is this is the era of the jedi that i want to see i want to see this like perfect system where the jedi are like compliments to the republic and they're you know yeah you know the ambassadors of peace and justice and they help you know bring order to the galaxy and they're like doing you know they're colonizing the galaxy essentially is what's going on and just trying to bring people in but not in like a manifest destiny conquering way in like a you know in like a very like peaceful way very star trek way yeah well yeah, yeah i guess Let's but, um, you know, works. so I'd want to see that. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's the glaring hole in the story is, like, if you have no antagonists. I mean, unless you just really want, like, every new system they go into or, like, it's really going to be these – Weird, you know, mundane yeah. issues like you're talking about with trade. You know, it's going to be like, do you want to be part? Can we put a hyperspace lane through yeah, your system? Be, if we like, do
2: 400 years before, it's going to be very political and about galactic expansion, the expansion yes. of the Republic right. into the unknown regions and dealing with these these trade these which <laughs> All these kind of really, mundane, really mundane, sort of, yeah, situations yeah. that. Use your lightsaber as, already! Art oh, yeah. as dramatic
0: as a real, uh, you know, battle of ideology. Between. So here's 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 my response to that: as someone who loved Queen Shadows and loved process, <laughs> is isn't that a great realm for for literature, right? Like that that works yeah. in literature. You don't need smash them, bash them, action. scenes. You know, oh, forth. that's a good
3: point. This is for just for literature, right? Yeah. So. Actually, that would be a fertile ground that's for that. That's where you deal with politics. But then for the movies, you go back 1,400 years, and that's where you do live action. Stuff. Well, if
2: you go 1,400 years back, you can really you can really uh, uh, emulate our own history on Earth here with the, Ro- with Ro- the Roman Republic and, yeah. and how many enemies they had to deal with and repel and all this kind of stuff and these warlords. And you can have the Sith in different tribes. There's infighting in the Sith, so they've all yeah. scattered or fractalized into these different factions you know what i mean there's different yeah, warlords right. and there's different different sith warlords with different banners and they're all fighting the, the right. republic at the center of the but galaxy I, I it's think just what, so
3: fertile i think what it. adam's saying though right. is about the medium not the storytelling right which is like okay yes what you're saying is great. i want to see great. that on the screen i want to see too. that on the screen i want yeah. to see that live action That's the screen. what you're That's talking about yeah, yeah but like this high republic stuff that can be you know explained and done in an interesting ways in comics and, and isn't novels. isn't
0: that like what most like high fantasy 16 part right. novels are it's yeah. like right. even, Robert even, Jordan
3: I mean even yeah. Game of Thrones Game of and Thrones, along,
0: yeah. along is a lot of like this house did this and it's a lot of world building right, right. and exactly. so you can Him do that you can create a 12 You I, I just totally see them saying there's like like this is book be one really of the what? And there's a twelve book right. volume of of high fantasy Star Wars storytelling called yeah, interesting. Like, yeah. But
2: with the project Project Luminous logo being the the original Jedi Order logo that yeah. we actually see in the sacred texts, makes me think this could be even going back way further. Before, whoa, 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 before, whoa, whoa! There was a logo. There is that that associated so, with this. When I first saw Project Luminous, they just it just had Project Luminous, and it had the Jedi Order logo. Okay. And it's the very same logo that's in the sacred texts. Mm. So it makes me think we could be going back even further to the Great Schism, the initial fall of the first Je- the first Jedi who fell to the dark side, the kind of division between the Sith and the Jedi. That first, I like that first event, like we could be going there and it could be all this misdirection that it's 400 years before the Phantom Menace. And that's compelling. I think that's super interesting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, the High Republic, to me, it seems like, it seems like a better, a better guess because we've seen a mention twice now in the comics. Yeah. It seems yeah. Like it's just everywhere. Everywhere you look now, you see a mention of the High Republic. So it's tough to determine. Yeah,
3: they're definitely laying like breadcrumbs like yeah, towards do. that. If there's,
2: the synergy is in full swing. Like they yeah. really, Disney, after acquiring the license, really figured out how to do synergy. Yeah. And they're doing it better than ever. And uh, I don't know if it's... I think Kathleen's always I don't know if it's bad it's or good, honestly. Waiting. I think, yeah. And who better to helm these... Uh, uh, these kind of High Republic stories or this this High Republic storyline than like, I don't know, Kevin Feige or yeah. something. Like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if we're going to go back and build this big, if we're going to reinvent Star Wars, yeah. if we're going to go back and explore an entirely different art style and different era. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just have someone who's helmed 22 Marvel films come in and do right. this right. giant branching story of this new invention of Star Wars? Because in the medium. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know if the interconnectedness helps. I, I don't know if Synergy helps Star Wars. Honestly, I... Look, no, at I, they, I, there's so much synergy, and it's so, it's so, uh, it's so, uh, it just, it, it's perfect. Like, everything they do lines up perfectly. I see all these mentions that that pay off in other, other works and things like that, and I'm like, it's great. But at the same time, I don't know if it hamp- hampers the story. Because and it I boxes feel, you
0: in? I think it boxes you in. I'll I think in the it. medium, it doesn't. I think we're looking at this as a bit of a zero-sum game, meaning that, like... So we still have Thrawn Ascendancy coming out. We have the Alphabet Squadron sequel coming out. Right. We still have st- these other comics coming out mm. that I feel like what's, what's going to happen is they're going to chunk off this like, other section to be like, if you're a real deep Star Wars nerd, right. read these novels, read these comics. The luminous
3: stuff, yeah. And the other
0: thing is the amount of Star Wars fans who actually read the comics or read the books, minuscule compared to the people who watch the movies so i think they're trying to create something that's rewarding for for us you know this idea of like everything matters Mm -hmm. and they're trying to. it'll still sell yeah like i think they could do anything and it's going to sell just yeah i think but i don't know
3: maybe it's a multiplier by two it's like so we'll still get these sort of like offshoots of you know the the main skywalker saga That we're getting, like you said, with like Thrawn and and all that, but it's like they're just multiplying by two. There's probably going to be this whole other branch this, yeah. of the tree that's going to be this new, yeah. you know, the high era, yeah, yeah, and that's going to be just for books and comics and like. So it's be for us, it's just going to be double information for us because. I think they're just, they're going to make, they know how much money they're going to make on this and it's going to double their money by having more, you know, more stuff out there. You can't oversaturate with books and comics.
0: I think it helps with the synergy problem that Grant pointed to because if you chunk out this one section and be like, this is the territory of books and comics. Right. And this is the territory of movies and TV. Right. That you don't have to run into the things that we run into or just like, wait, this book, this comic doesn't connect with what happened to Rise of Skywalker. Right. Right. But are you open to the possibility
2: that Project Luminous is maybe testing the waters for the next... Possibly, I think, really? storytelling I think, I think, I think everything impossible. that's
0: happening—that's smart to me. That's a smart water. business decision. Is, I mean, the hey, Mandalorians test the water. With testing the right. water—it's a canary in the coal that's yeah. The canary, exactly. Resistance tested the the the, the waters. Sure. Uh, Mandalorians tested. Clone Wars, Clone Wars, uh, Rise of Skywalker, Solo—they're all testing the water they're all in different to ways for different what what metrics, works. right? Exactly. For like, right.
2: hey, how how mature can we make Star Wars? Hey, how. How you know? Yeah. How many movies how child, can we put out? Yeah, in a, yeah. Can we
0: do it every six months, yeah. or do we have to do it every two right. years? Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Who are the names attached to this? Do you have that? I think I was looking. At uh, well, right. we have Sewell. So, like it's, that's the thing. We, we the have Claudia
2: Gray. We have Kevin Scott. We have um, Daniel Jose Alder. Yeah. We have um, Last Shot? Uh, Justine Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. We have. We have a lot of writers. So
0: pillars in the Lucasfilm family, writers, amazing yeah. writers. Well, get them all in a room together to come up with this overarching yes. storyline that they yeah. all want to be, oh, be in of the like, so i would bad. love that yeah what... <laughs> just sit in that room who what book did we read it was like the end i think it was um it was uh galaxy the galaxy's edge book where she just name checked being in rooms with all these people yes, and i was yes. like oh yeah Ugh. like What's that's that my dream i think it was um no, da- uh, uh no. dawson uh, uh oh yeah oh delilah, delilah dawson, dawson. Yeah. yeah i'm like i'm so jealous yeah. But to get them all in a room, have them come up with their own thing. Yeah. And they just be like and that they must like it too to be like this is your area, do whatever you want right. in it as opposed to us just keep telling you you can't do this, you can't do that.
3: And you th- do this. that's why we're in a really exciting time in Star Wars because it's like not since George Lucas conjured like this whole, you know, the whole thing that is Star Wars have we had this like blank canvas you know even with the sequels like we had characters you know and that was a daunting enough project for lucasfilm to be like okay how are we going to finish the story yeah but um it's really exciting times they've got this beautiful galaxy it's mapped out we know you know the rules yeah but um now they get to just create purely and like try and and come up with good storylines and you know that's of all our bickering and talking and Um, I I think we all agree it's like we want people that are obsessed with Star Wars working on Star Wars and I think there's enough people like really solid creative people out there to do it and um, do it right so um, yeah pretty exciting stuff Um, exciting I can't wait to see um, what that announcement's one going to be and you know we're going to be you know pontificating and guessing um, a million times between now and then So um, thank you very much again uh, for listening to this round of core world news. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Um, We're going to, I think, have some good uh, video game news. There was a content drop that came today. um, But I'll wait until it actually launches to talk about it. Um, And, uh, yeah, so we'll do that next week along with some other stuff. So thank you very much again. And uh, may the Force be with you.
2: This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and
1: good night. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. <laughs>